gentlemen, welcome back to the Counterpints Podcast. It's been a while, folks. This is episode 46. Your host, Matt, returns beautiful, brash, and bold as always. Joined by my equally beautiful co-hosts, we've got Jack, we've got Casey, and of course, we've got Kevin. Counterpints continues to be a podcast where we argue about the same stupid shit that we argue about in breweries and bars, which coincidentally, you can go back to now, but... We're going to keep doing this podcast, I think, at least for a while. But we have to start it off with a beer check-in because, after all, this is a beer podcast, boys. What are you drinking? Let's start with Jack. What's up, boys? Um, It's been a long time. I think I remember everyone's names, but uh, we'll see by the end of this if I do (laughs) because, boy, this is going to be a heavy drinker. But we're going to kick it off with a triple IPA from Salud Cerveceria. It's called Kehumo. And I'm going to tell you right now, I rated it at 4.7. It's absolutely delicious. Whoa. It's a triple IPA brewed with Eldorado and Citra Cryo hops. Eldorado is my favorite hop. So uh, that's why 4.7, baby. The Road to Eldorado, also a fine animated film. Casey, go ahead. Nice plug, Matt. Um, (laughs) I love it. Uh, So for those of you that, you know what? Let me start here. I agree with Jack. It's great to see you boys. Been a while. Sup. But it's great to see you all. I'm uh, I'm here on location in New England on the Cape, and so I picked up a Cape beer. Uh, and it's called Knockabout. Uh, it's in Mashpee, Massachusetts, pretty much right over the the bridge here. And it's called Beach Hair, and it is a New England India Pale Ale at 7.6 ABV, and it has double dry hopped Idaho Seven Mosaic and Citra hops, and boys. It's not a four seven, not quite, but this is a damn good beer. So I'm going to have to go to their facility while I'm here on the Cape. Let me say also that Mashpee, Massachusetts is home to one of my favorite New England establishments that uh, unfortunately could not make our uh, sit down chain bracket because it's not national, but uh, shout out 99. The 99 (laughs) is a phenomenal restaurant. Is that where they're headquartered? No, no. Oh, just, oh. I just go to the one in Ashby <laughs> when I'm on the tape. Okay. I, I've been to that one, Jack, and uh, it's fantastic. And uh, I, I do believe a, a few, well, about a year ago, over a year ago, Jack, Matt, and myself, we did some damage after a Patriots mm-hmm. ass whooping of the Cleveland Browns. Sorry, uh, podcast alumnus, uh, Brian. Uh, we went and uh, did some work on some chicken fingers and fries and, and, uh, Steve from Florida was with us that day. Boy, if only we could hear from him again. We miss you, Steve from Florida. Kevin, go ahead. So today I am drinking a beer from Drecker, little known establishment out in Fargo, North Dakota. This is their brains line. It's blueberry and banana. It's a double fruit smoothie sour. And I wanted to kind of show you what this looks like. Look at that. Look how purple and thick that is. Jesus Christ. Just completely opaque. It's completely opaque. You can't even see through this. And you know what? Not my favorite brains, but still very good. I think the is that a beer? The bananas. We're really blurring those lines. That should should honestly be something we talk about. Maybe like it's getting (laughs) kind of weird. (laughs) More so than a shandy. All right, before we kick Kevin off the podcast, I'll do my check in here. I've got a brewery mentioned many times in this podcast, usually in a good light. Uh, Treehouse Brewing. I was at recently. I think about a week and a half ago or so. Um, They opened up the Charlton facility for. In-house drafts, finally. They're not paying me to make this statement, but God, I wish they were. I picked up one of their beers. It's their Curiosity line, which is like a, basically a 
rotating series of IPAs they put out that, that they're now at Curiosity 115. So they've made 115 different goddamn Curiosity beers. This one, um, I was disappointed to see, does not have dinosaurs in the front of it like a lot of their cans did. And it's brewed with um, a hop I'm not that familiar with, Nectaron hop, saying it has a highly unique and intensely tropical character. So I don't know. Maybe this thing will taste like fucking nectarines. I guess we'll find out. Let's get a can crack. Ooh, that's smooth, baby. That's real smooth. All right. So with beer check-ins out of the way, we're going to plug our socials real quick. Everyone's favorite section of the podcast. Remember, folks, we've got an Instagram. We've got a Twitter. We've got an untapped. Uh, Go check them out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. We are trying to think of all sorts of new inventive content, especially on our Instagram account. I think is our main one right now, but untapped is definitely your source for our beer ratings. Make sure you keep a close eye on that one. Uh, the podcast hosts also have their individual accounts as well. If you want to check those out. So um, after you do that, we'll move on to the main body of our podcast, which this week's going to be a little more of a free form discussion. We figured we haven't uh, talked for a while. So we'd kind of bullshit about a variety of super interesting, fabulous topics. Um, what you're going to notice is during our hosts will be checking in seltzers, specifically Coors seltzers. No, Coors is not sponsoring us. Again, Coors reach out on our Instagram hashtag. Uh, we will do anything for money. But at the end of this, we're going to be doing a brief seltzer bracket because, you know, we talk about seltzers all the time. It's like, you know, we're getting into the high point of seltzer season. We wanted to, uh, you know, see how a seltzer's brand compares to each other. So they have like a few different flavors. That being said, we're going to go into the free form topic. First topic is what the hell have people been doing over the last few weeks? Let's start with Kevin. Uh, well, we'll get into one of the uh, the bigger activities here in an upcoming uh, bit. But for me, the last couple of weeks have been pretty quiet I've Been trying to drink a lot less and then had a party last Friday night. And that plan of not drinking lasted all of about three days. And, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> how it goes. Uh, not quite life here. I got to move in the next month and a half, which kind of sucks. Found that out today. So, you know, good times here. And, uh, that's it. Nice and boring. I can confirm moving sucks ass. Cause that's what I'm doing as well. Although the only good news I'll say, which may be relevant to this podcast is I will soon be living above a brewery. So get ready for some brew beers from that place. Actually, I've been there before. It's not bad. And I definitely will be buying their beers. If I could just basically go downstairs and buy beer. It should be noted. He's also going to live above, above a CrossFit place, too, and a brewery. Guess which one he's going to go to most? CrossFit. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll I believe be, that. Uh, <laughs> jacked and full of beer. Wow, what a transformation. Get ready for the next year. And at least in my end. Uh, so I went to a series of breweries in Rhode Island. What I wanted to really kind of highlight, which was really excellent, is Long Live Beer Works in Providence. Really excellent assortment of beers. They had a couple. They had an Oreo cookie stout. They did a lot of very sweet pastry style stouts. And then their IPAs were on point. Their sours were really like the thick kind of pulpy, juicy sours. I think it's the kind of shit that like Kevin probably would get behind. Great place. Really liked it. Also, Tilted Barn Brewing was another one that was nice. We, we actually did our uh, chug that week from Tilted Barn Brewing. It's where I had the Lawn Boy Lager, I believe. Very nice facility. And then Proclamation Ale was another one. I forget the friggin' town that one in. I know Tilted Barns in Exeter. I forget where Proclamation was, but Rhode Island's like 30 minutes across. It's the size of a postage stamp. It's not going to be that hard to find, to be frank with the group here. But 
Rhode Island beer kind of had some ups. I, I got to be honest. It was better than I was. I was kind of ready to get in there and shit on them because I don't know. Fuck Rhode Island. But like, it's good beer, man. I really want to go back to long live. Their beer was really fantastic. Otherwise, it's been mostly moving shit. Unfortunately, it's not the most interesting story, but that my, my beer, my beer drinking has been mostly on weekends trying to do some trips where I can. But, you know, we may have some stuff coming up that we'll, we'll talk about and also another trip. But we'll wait until uh, the other boys go. Jack, what have you been up to? Oh, boy. Let's see. I'm, I'm getting older, so my memory isn't as good these days. Mm. But uh, I can remember Memorial Day weekend. I went out to High Point, um, which is a city that's mm, 20 minutes away from me that I've actually never been to ever. Hmm. So uh, they have a they actually were opening a brand new brewery and then they have one that's been there for a while that I've seen kind of around uh, via distribution called Brown Truck Brewing. Kind of standard, nothing, nothing to write home about. And then the, then the new place, it's always tough with new places because, you know, their beer can really be hit or miss. And they didn't hmm. have too many things of their own. Um, actually, one of the best beers that I had there was from uh, another town that's pretty close by, uh, Kernersville, K- Kernersville Brewing. Uh, mm-hmm. And that beer was actually really good. So I need to go try that. But that, that brewery is called Paddled South Brewing. Uh, so I did High Point. And then um, I think it was last weekend. No, two weekends ago, we did uh, the White Water Center out in Charlotte, which is awesome. If you ever get a chance to go there, holy mm-hmm. shit, is that a cool place? They have um, a couple beer gardens uh, with some craft beer. Not the greatest craft beer selection, but the ambiance was really good. So that was that was something. And then tomorrow, Matt will appreciate this. I am going back to pretty much my hometown of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and spending the night there, uh, hitting up some of the new breweries they've got. But also, Chapel Hill's a bar town, boys. It's about it's about that sweet sweet liquor. And shout out Goodfellows and Pickleback Shots. And he's not here in those blue cups. I will. I will see you tomorrow. Chapel thrill, baby. Chapel thrill. What about um? What's the what's Ooh. the no, Go to Topo. Maybe their beer stinks, yeah, but agreed. I am going to try and stay up. It's tough, but the the you know the last call crowd. Shout out the Crunkleton. Oh baby. Now that I know what I like in, in cocktails, they have a painkiller. I need to try that. Ooh, all right. The one I used to like there was uh, Blood and Sand. It was like cherry and I think uh, bourbon or something. That was good. Casey, what's going on your end besides visiting us in New England? Yeah, so real quick, the best part about going last is you can kind of comment on everybody's thing. Um, <laughs> there you go. Matt, I, I think, you know, Providence is an underrated town in yeah. terms of their food scene, especially, but also their beer scene. I, not that I've been to a ton of places in Providence, but when Alyssa lived there, I would go and visit and we would go to some great little spots, like little holes in the wall that had some great homemade beer and also carried others. But definitely Italian food, which, you know, mm. I feel like daddy's got to eat. You might want to check that out. It's got some interesting. We went to one of the we went to one of the taverns there, like Union Street. They've got a couple of those Trinity Brew House. Those are those are all right. Although I'll say this: Narragansett's facility in Providence is open now. It's not very nice because it's not done, but it's open. And I'll say this: Narragansett made some kind of weirdly banger sours. I was shocked. They've got some good beers. It's better than I would have ever thought Narragansett could produce. Their traditional IPA is considered one of the best ever made. Hmm. So fun fact. And then Jack, when Jack says that it's his hometown, he really means the town he moved to 
after he was born in Massachusetts. I want that to be. Yeah, the, the town, the town I went to middle school and high school. Yeah, exactly. So I don't I don't we don't need any people calling in going, oh, don't you, you know, bullshit. Just, yeah, yeah, here, I'll um, say this. I'm more New England than Matt is. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'd make New, a New, England, New England test coming up soon. A New England test. Um, but anyway, uh, enough about everybody else. Um, I yeah, I'm I'm just here in on the Cape uh, on vacation. Finally, uh, I tell you what, we, we we're getting to see my fiance's family for the first time in almost two years. Oof. And uh, God damn it, I've missed this state and uh, location in the world. And uh, it's just great to be back. And so having a lot of fun with that. Really excited. To, uh, I'm going to tease it here. We'll talk about it later. Uh, there's a new facility of a. You might um, as well talk about it now. Why not? Go no, ahead. no, 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 no. I want to I want to save it. Just going to tease it. Uh, there's a new facility uh, in the same town in which uh, her parents live in. So really excited. It's a it's, you know, maybe treehouse, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about <laughs> it a little bit. But no, it's just been great to be back. Finally, to have a vacation. God, it feels good to have a summer. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. we've lost summer from 2020. So it's good to have a summer. And uh, you, yeah, you just, feel like it because we did lose it. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we effectively lost a whole year. You're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, it's just good to be back. And it's good to see you boys. So yeah, cheers. Well, Casey, speaking of seeing you boys, I believe we very recently saw you in Colorado. And we went to some beers, some breweries in Denver. Man, I'm just, I'm here for the teases, boys. I'm just here teasing everything <laughs> and lobbing things up for home runs. That's what I do. What'd you boys think of some of the beers that we had in Denver, Colorado? I, uh, we had a trip recently. I think we talked about it on the podcast briefly that the trip was happening, but that happened yeah. at this point a couple of weeks ago, Memorial Day weekend at this point, maybe like three weeks ago at this point. But uh, we went to some great breweries. One that I wanted to point out was the first one we went to was Bierstadt Lager House, which had some really excellent German beers. I I thought the Slow Pour Pills was a interesting experience having a beer that takes like five to seven minutes to actually pour it out. So, so we would get we got a beer waiting for the other beer to pour, which is uh, that was wild. That's that a clutch wild. move. It's a clutch move. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I like it. Also, Giant Cornhole. Wish we could have played Giant Cornhole. I'm just saying. I want to go wait, back. Wait, here. what is that? It was basically much, be- yeah. it was like basically beanbag chairs that you throw in a giant yeah, the throw, man. Oh, that would get sweaty. Yeah, that's I was already there, so don't worry about that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Sounds, about right. Sounds about right. We went to uh we also went to that altitude brewing, which yep. was like kind of a like a just an off the cuff place, and they had a key lime i think was that a cream ale? It was really good, that key lime beer. Yeah, they they did, but yeah. that's actually from 14er. Oh, that's not their beer? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I loved that beer. That was so good. All yeah. right, shout out to 14 or then. What about what was the other one? Oh, Our Mutual Friend. I yep. thought they had some really solid beers. Mm, uh, I'm thinking about the... Okay, I'm going to absolutely botch this name. But the... <laughs> you know what? The, the Chenet from Bois. Was that right? Is that close enough? That seemed okay. Sounds about that's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was that was close. That was the raspberry least. one, right? Yeah, boy. Yeah, I, gave, was, I gave that bad uh boy four two. I was that that was probably my favorite of yep. potentially the trip, but definitely Ooh. there. They had some other ones that were just really good. Oh, the beer, uh oh shit. Ovale. <laughs> Yeah, this place, this place, name, this place, a little frou frou around the edges, no doubt. Yeah, but that those two were the ones that stood out to me. But 
I, you know the, what what upset me? What was the brewery that we were going to go to, but there was a wait? Oh, Woods Boss? Woods, Woods Boss. Boss. Yeah. Thank you. And I was really excited for you guys to go there. Yeah, you're good we've, things. We've talked about them on the pod. I've had their beer. You know, I had a beer from them that now that, you know, the Southwest is in an absolute heat uh, wave or an oven, basically. <laughs> they have a beer that if you buy it, proceeds go to the firefighters mm-hmm. and first responders, prominently on the firefighting side for wildland fires. Obviously, it's a big thing. Kevin knows all about them. In that, part of <laughs> that <country>. he does. <laughs> Being in California. Um, but I want to talk on them real quick because I want to yeah. say one thing. At that point in time, Denver was pretty much completely open. Okay, Denver's been open for a couple of weeks now prior mm-hmm. to the, the holiday weekend, which we were there. But this was the only brewery that, one, you had to wear a mask. Two, they were still doing the socially distanced tables. And that's why we had to wait. We had to wait 30 minutes if we wanted yeah, a table. That was, was lousy. Complete, complete bullshit. I mean, they hadn't gotten the memo yet. We get beer while we wait for our beer. We're not waiting for a table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me beer. Exactly, Kevin. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why a place would still be upholding mask rules at this point. Like, it's over. Give up. It's stupid. If you feel like it's going to drive business away from your brewery. I don't know why you would do that. Was boss like, come on. Come on. It was disappointing. However, there was a highlight on that trip for me, which was a brewery that we tried to get to the last time we were in Denver called Burns Family Artisan Ales. And mm-hmm. as Matt alluded to, this one was also kind of free. It was a lot of barrel-aged beers, and it mm. was right up my alley. Like, I loved <laughs> yeah, it was. pretty much everything they made except for their IPA. Which Hell on Earth! I, oh, yeah, Jack, you would have been fucking miserable at this place. I Shout out Funkatorium. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had they had a, a, a half of bison called singing in the rain kiwi kiwi collection. Yep, I was Sorry, just that was just, I like that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, every beer that I had from them was a four or above, with the exception of that IPA. My favorite though was yeah. this beer called Prince of Liechtenstein, <laughs> uh, was which good. was a farmhouse ale, bearded guard. It was like an eighteen percent or two, which was uh, a little a little high for the driver to be honest, but <clears throat> still very the, good. The glowing monk, that one was really good too. The also the. Was it Genealogical V6? The yeah. Honeydew and Cilantro? Oh, baby, that one. That Ooh. one was good, too. I actually like that one. This it sounds really- like the fucking worst place. Oh, yeah, Jack, you would hate this place. I thought you about like, I'm, it, I'm Jack, glad yeah. Jack's not here. He'd be dying right now. It's Also, the live oh, music, that was great. Oh, yeah, that's right. That we was great, yeah. Band. Yeah, there was a very never high had- alcohol stuff. It was. I found so oh, yeah. to be honest. It wasn't really Barrel aged, super high. Um, it was a lot. I never had cilantro in a beer, too. That was actually pretty interesting. Hmm. Maybe uh, because it doesn't belong in beer. <laughs> it tasted, but it tasted good. Cilantro and honeydew. You would have never expected it to be good, but it was good. But we went to True, which I'd never been to. I know you boys have been before. And yep. I love like True. That. Shout out, Ariel. Yeah, they, right. I mean, great, great beer. But, oh, boy, felt like I was going into a crypt. Uh, I love it. Right, going yeah. to find my oh, death yeah. or something like that. It was great. Yeah, I thought we went to some good places, actually. I was generally impressed. So we we were in Colorado to see a friend who bought a house in Colorado Springs. Congratulations, buddy. Good for you. And then we went to Denver to see Casey. And you know what? As far as beer goes, it's not even a contest. Denver is the only place to get good beer in the state. Colorado Springs is tough, man. It's tough. Disappointing. Your beer is not good. With that, I'm going to check in. We are drinking Coors Seltzers tonight. We're saving rivers, and uh, I am drinking the mango. And I've made a prediction of which seltzers I'm going to like the best. And Ooh, I won't okay. say those because I don't want people to. I don't want to pander to anybody. But uh, this is the mango. 
if I were betting, man, I'm going black cherry, mango, lemon, lime, grapefruit, solid fourth. I don't like grapefruit usually. I'll, I'll say it out loud. I've got to check in as well if you just want to kick it over to me. Go ahead, Casey. All right, what so seltzer are you checking in? I'm checking in. Core seltzer. Jack, I also love the fact that you say you're saving water, or excuse me, rivers. It's awesome. I, I do love that about Coors, uh, and especially the seltzers. Every, every single purchase of a single amount of that goes to saving the rivers in Colorado, so I'm all about that. But I'm checking in the black cherry. I figured I'd go a little bit different. Something tells me I'm probably going to like this. I usually don't like black cherry in certain things, but with all the seltzers I've, we've been having between the lake and rivers and beaches, the black cherry seems to be one that I actually really, really enjoy. So I'm with you. Uh, I'm excited. the same way. I, I like black cherry and seltzers, not in real life, but the actual fruit. Yeah, I, I think it t- it reminds me in, in other things outside of seltzer. It reminds me of cough syrup. And I, I was gonna say, it kid, can taste a bit. It can taste a bit medicinal, which is not always a good thing. Scissor. I, I love drinking cough syrup, so this is all good stuff. So Matt and Kevin, that means you guys have to figure out which one to use. Jenna, start with lime, and which one starting you with oh. uh, grapefruit. I've already done the black cherry. I'm gonna move on to the lime right now. Oh, like I said, uh, Kevin does not have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so all right we're going for uh alumni brian's uh full pack of seltzer record on the podcast let's go definitely not only was he drinking white claw record um, i think it was i think it was white claw yeah. Oof, those are chemically to me like those yeah. are definitely white claw i'm with you not my favorite i feel this the same pretty good really too mango's pretty good oh i like truly all right boys we're getting a little derailed here i'm gonna bring us back on track we spoke a little bit about a beer festival gabf what if i told our audience we're going to another beer festival namely the greensboro jack i forgot the fucking title of the beer festival what is it called north carolina summers brews fest thank you yes we'll be there in late july so expect reports from our first beer fest i believe since goddamn corona started am i wrong about that that's right. We're going to try to do videos. Ooh, we're going can't to wait. Do like live Instagram videos, live Woo. check-ins. We're going to figure out how to do it. We're not going to do a full recording, but we're going to do little bits and clips here and there. I think we really owe the fans of that. We're going to, think, we're going to test our social media metal. Stay tuned to our Instagram. I think, I think we're, yeah, we're going to have to plan this one out. And I think what we're going to do is kind of divide. Obviously we're going to drink as much beer as we possibly can, but we're yeah, also going to number gonna, one rule. We're going to divide it up so we have certain people hitting up certain spots so we Ooh. get like real analysis. Like, you know, we'll send Kevin to do all the barrel aid shit and uh, the stuff that I don't want. And I'll just slurp up all that shandy goodness and those rattlers. <laughs> there you go. Just just for you, our listeners, we purchased VIP tickets, which give us an extra straight, we did. three fucking hours of beer tasting. You are welcome. We're doing this for you. And we're going to send Casey to do all the stouts and the porters. Oh, baby. I'm with you, Casey, on that. That's why we're going to do this in Paris, because I'm going to want to have most of the beers except for, like, the wheat beers and the shandy. Hey, as the only... No, ha- I'll as have a shandy or two. How about, how about this? As the only uh, new- yeah, you will, Kev. You'll eat them. You'll, <laughs> eat them. You're going to drink them all, you bastard. How about this? As the only actual New Englander on this podcast, I'll handle the New England IPAs. Oh, oh here he goes again. <laughs> yeah, but there you don't have go. any taste, though, so I'm going to join you for that. Too. How, many, how many beers have you checked in, Kevin? Uh, only one so far. Sit down. No, forever. I don't tell. I am king here. How many, how many of those are New England IPAs? Though? Let's, let's, probably sure just, probably, just, but probably but a disturbing curious. number. Oh, I know, but I'm just curious <laughs> now. Uh, uh, so, so, listeners, by the way, so when we were in Colorado, Matt and I were both about 80 to 90 beers away from some milestones. 
I was about mm. 80, 85 beers away from a thousand on on tap check-ins. Matt was eighty five beers away from a four thousand check-ins, and which, which we hit Rhode Island, there. baby, four thousand goddamn unique beers. I got mine the following weekend too. It took well me <laughs> took me a bit, but I will never catch you. We we were doing some math about how many beers you had to have to get to four thousand <laughs> beers. Matt had four thousand beers in the span of whatever, two years on untapped and 1500 in the last year that amounts to about five new beers a day, five completely new beers every single day for a year. Kevin, I'm going to answer your question out of 4,000 check-ins. Actually, at this point, we're at 4,060 check-ins. 405 of them have been New England IPAs or almost 10% of all beers have checked in are New England IPAs. Kudos to Matt too. This is, I don't usually do this, but maybe I will in North Carolina this July. (laughs) When I'm at a beer festival, like I don't check in. It's hard, man. It's it's, it's so hard. It gets overwhelming. It. Yeah, it does. You you just try so many and you just get hammered. And not to mention kind of where we are, it's pretty much smack dab into Greensboro. So it's a short yeah. Uber ride to downtown mm-hmm. where there's a couple more breweries to hit. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous game. They're also, in my opinion, not very good rating, even though I, I'm guilty of this, but they're not good ratings either. You're just like, because you get, All you right, get one three and a half, throw, throw it out. Throw it back, exactly. Yeah. I look it up. 10% of my ratings are also New England IPAs. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm 10% of 1,000, though, so I've still got a long way to go here. Interesting. Um, but uh, about 10%. Maybe that's the general rate. I will say, I, you know, for the, the newest guy here on uh, Untapped <laughs> and who was definitely not on Untapped at uh, GABF uh, when we did it in 2018 or 19 or whatever the hell we did, I can never remember. 19. I can only imagine what it's like to do that while at a beer festival. I, I I don't think I will when we're at Greensboro, to be completely honest. It's, you just have to like make mental notes and do it the next day as best you can. It's When you're at a beer festival, you're trying not to puke everywhere, yeah, exactly. not to shit everywhere. I remember GABS yeah, so, failed Matt, that. Yeah, but you, you, need, you need <laughs> something to take you out of you need to kind of distract you from all that though like doing the instagram doing the check-ins will actually slow you down a little bit we will drink every it does, single beer, yeah. but we don't have to drink every single beer there within an hour we can take two hours to do it that's true we can, and take, four we can take way more than yeah. that <laughs> yeah. we can take six hours that's does how it, long when does it have. close do we know i don't know i think it's how long weird. are we going to be at this thing i'm scared because we get three extra six. hours, so that means it opens at three. Does it close at six? I think so. I think we get six hours <laughs> oh if we God. want it. We're going to need an ambulance. <laughs> this is bad. This yeah. is going to hurt. This All right. Hurt. So, yeah, it's, it's official. Then, that'll this be our maiden, our fucking bon voyage, our final <laughs> siren call. funeral, baby. That'll, that'll be it, baby. The fire oh, burns Right into all. the sunset. That's just right. right there. <laughs> bold, bold predictions. Jeez. But good. Well, We'll walk out of there at six o'clock. We'll get food, and then we'll be in downtown Greensboro drinking more. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, kind of we're, yeah, of we're kind of a tough that. group. That's oh, actually, yeah, because Matt would know this place, but I will give a quick RIP to actually a really good spot for racking up those untapped stats. Horrigan's House of Taps. Oh yeah, was a nice little serve yourself place where they gave you a wristband and you would sync it up to the beer you wanted and scan yourself in. Yeah. And, oh yeah, Casey's been there too. What am I talking about? And uh, it was cool. They are out of business, so they will not be a. Was that a COVID victim? Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, um, man. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't right away though. It was kind of, kind of towards like late summer. Uh, they okay. went out of business. I think the, yeah. that that's part of Greensboro got hit pretty hard. But uh, also point out another thing we could do in Greensboro. Anyone who listens to this podcast ever been there? Shout out 
Boxcar Barcade. Ooh, cannot Hello. wait, boys. Cannot I, saw, wait. I, I For some reason, I have a very vivid memory of seeing an extremely tall woman there one time, and it just can't get out of my head. There's Shout also a brewery right across the street from them called South End Brewing. So yes. we're, we're, we're going to be drinking quite a bit in this short yes. weekend trip. Okay, so before we move on to our next topic, which Casey hinted at earlier, we've got a quick check-in. I'll start us off. We're drinking seltzers. I'm going with Coors seltzers. <laughs> that's the only seltzer we're drinking lemon lime up to bat let's see how it is casey what do you got matt i'm pretty sure you're supposed to check in grapefruit first but you know whatever we'll go with it um i'm i'm gonna check in the mango hard seltzer here from coors again just saving rivers left and right here we go oh wait lemon lime's not bad fuck interested to hear the thoughts on mango because that's what i just had not there yet but i will get there believe me All right, so before we move on to the next topic, we've got three seltzer check-ins. Let's start with Kevin. All righty, so I'm on my third of this mix pack. I'm on the grapefruit now. I've been through the black cherry, been through the lemon lime. Time for the grapefruit. See how it goes. Time for some grapefruit, boys. Jack, what do you got? I got black cherry. Black cherry is, like I said before, a seltzer flavor I actually usually like, so I have high hopes for this. Ooh, high hopes on the board. Casey, what do you got? So I am, uh, I've like Kevin, I'm on my third. I'm doing a lemon lime, Ooh. the hard seltzer. So here we go, boys. Like the Gatorade flavor. Casey, I believe you were doing a um, little teaser earlier. You were talking about a brewery in Sandwich, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like I said, we're here on the Cape visiting my fiance's family, and they live in Sandwich, Massachusetts. And it just so happened about uh, November of 2020, uh, the infamous Treehouse Brewing Company announced that they were going to expand their operations outside of Charlton. And one of the locations they chose was here in Sandwich, Massachusetts. And so naturally, ladies and gentlemen, I had to go and check it out, obviously. So I went there today in preparation for this pod a little bit and had a conversation with one of the gentlemen that was working. They're currently not fully open. They do have a tap room, but it is not open. He says, most likely, they're still working out some of the licensing and other things they have to do through the city of Sandwich. Hopefully in the next month, within the next month, they'll be open fully. So right now, all they're doing is to-go orders. So I will probably be putting in a to-go order at least by tomorrow to get some beers. I do believe, and don't hold me to this, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard, uh, based on some of the comments I've seen online, that they do have a couple couple seasonal packs. I don't know if it's four, I don't know if it's six beers, whatever, that are kind of here in for the Cakes location. So I will test those out. Uh, I'm here for three weeks. Uh, Well, now two. But if they do, if they are just here on the Cape, boys, I will get us some, and I will bring them with me uh, to Greensboro. So keep keep that as a possibility. Uh, I will be checking in a ton of treehouse here probably in the next couple of days. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you're following us on the untapped, you know, heads up, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming. But what's awesome about this is I showed up right on what. Last this last Friday, so almost mm. been here a week. I went to a wedding in Rhode Island, so I wasn't really here. My first full day here on the Cape was uh, a Sunday, and Alyssa's dad comes out and is like, "Hey, 
I don't know if you've heard this, but there's this new brewery here in town and you really got to check it out. Oh, and I was just like, oh, baby. Oh, man. We know all about it. <laughs> and, uh, it's one of our favorites. It. And then what's even better, and I, I, I sent this to the boys on Saturday, is I went to a wedding in Rhode Island. And uh, the, the dad of the bride, the father of the bride, went to, I, and he might have gone to, honestly, the, the sandwich one. It's probably closer, obviously, to where we were in Rhode Island um then charlton and bought treehouse and ladies and gentlemen they had a craft beer from treehouse they had the julius on tap or not on tap but in cans at the wedding i was at so nate you asked this question a, a few months back what would you have at your wedding well ladies and gentlemen the bar has been freaking set naturally at my wedding I'm going to have treehouse. <laughs> well, uh, sp- you know, speaking of Nate, he may have gotten a nice counterpints uh, variety pack from treehouse recently. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, boys, we as one of our biggest we, fans. When we do this uh, New England trip, we got to come out here, it, yeah. especially if we do it in a good time of the year. Uh, if we don't do it, like I know we we're talking, we just a little bit, maybe Santa Con. But if we do it, you know, in the fall, even. We got to come out to this spot, boys. It's right on the right on the ocean, right on the beach. They've got some plans for the future where they want to expand a little bit. I've I've read some things online where they potentially want to do like a boardwalk thing, um, out to the beach. What goddamn money does this company have? I swear to God. You know, for the <laughs> fact that you still like, you know, Fuck. all those regulations that made you go through Matt to get us the beer. Uh, yeah. This company's got a lot of money. Let me tell you, because the, the, the the property in which they bought was not cheap. I bet Let's not just put it that way. I think it was like one point two, one point three mil. Um, yeah, it's like so, their Charlton facility. They dug yeah. hiking trails all around the property. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just turning. They're turning into fucking theme parks. It's it's great. They can't complain. But fuck, well, they maybe they'll a lot put of money. like some sort of roller coaster out into Ooh. the water or something and Ooh. bring it back. And Ooh, a Ferris wheel, maybe. Yeah, you get a nice. beer at the end. There you Beautiful. go. <laughs> treehouse hire us we'll 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 we'll, we'll design your thing <laughs> please treehouse we love you even though i <laughs> complain about you all the time but that's true love yeah at some point i'll have to try to get out there for the when the tap room opens and of course i'm gonna have to report from our deer their deerfield location as well i've heard nothing about the western location because again western mass is a wasteland from which no hope escapes sorry deerfield well, and I don't know if have they started that process. I think it's open for at least carry out. I, I'm, okay. I'm just, but I don't know much about it. I don't know anybody that's gone there, so I, I got to look into yeah. it at some point. I be, my friends here are maybe not as beer focused as I am, unfortunately, and maybe it's maybe a good thing. So before we pivot to a completely unrelated topic, I'm gonna do a real quick check in. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock one of these grapefruit seltzers out. One one I'm anticipating to like the least. Let's try it out though. Ooh, a quick pop. You may be pleasantly surprised. I am. Okay, so uh, here's a topic that Jack and I feel very passionately about. It has absolutely nothing to do with Treehouse, but here's a topic we'd like to talk about. Fast food. Chick-fil-A, a well, well-liked fast food joint on this podcast, um, politics be damned. Uh, they have a great chicken sandwich. And a am going to use the word competitor very loosely because that's not really fair. But Burger King came out with a sandwich they called the Chicking and essentially had a campaign that I think was, I don't know, trying to capitalize in some of the sentiment against Chick-fil-A right now. And they said they had a competitor, Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. I don't think 
Kevin and Casey have had it, but Jack and I went at some point in the last couple of weeks and both tried the chicken sandwich. Jack, what did you think about it? Was it a competitor to the Chick-fil-A sandwich? Matt, I think you, you phrased it perfectly. It's not fair to say that it's a competitor. It seems like everyone now has this chicken sandwich that they're coming up with and they package it just like a Chick-fil-A one. It comes in that same kind of like papery, but with like mm. the, tin, the tin foil on the inner part to keep it warm. I know McDonald's has one. KFC has one now. Popeye's had one for a while now. I think Wendy's is working on one. They, they've always had a good chicken sandwich, if you ask me. Mm. But the Burger King one specifically, Burger King is a fast food place that gets railed on for often. And actually, I like Burger King. I think Burger King is very underrated when it comes to fast food. But this this King, no, 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 it looks like the Popeye's sandwich. No, it doesn't even taste like Popeye's. I, I would put it well behind McDonald's, if I'm being fair. Dude, like if there was if there was a bad sign when I took it out of the wrapper, it's that the bun had fucking sesame seeds on it. It's not a burger. Why are you putting sesame oh, seeds? I didn't even look at the bun. Why are they using sesame seeds on a chicken sandwich? To me, that's sloppy. That's sloppy burger. Different. I saw sesame seeds on pizza crust the other day. Ooh, so ugh, stop it. So you, you mentioned McDonald's. McDonald's actually, I've seen advertising more of this. I like the McDonald's one. I like it. it. It's okay. good. It's good. McDonald's, that was a very intense, very intense endorsement. I Woo, say. Very, that was, it's, that it's was good. very intense. It's not better than Popeyes. I will say that it's to me. It's Chick Fil A, Popeyes, McDonald's, Burger King. I think one. Popeyes is the only like competitor on the chicken sandwich market right now. That agreed. Chick King was limp. The bun was yeah. soggy. The sesame seeds. It was no better than other sandwiches they put out. And I feel like I've been reading some buzz on the internet. They're like, oh yeah, it's really good. So basically, they must be bullshit advertising bots because fuck that sandwich wasn't even the same universe as the cheap sandwich. They should stick to burgers. Their burgers are good. Well, stick They're to good. nuggets that I, are like a, a penny each. That's where Burger King I, thrives. I don't know. I, I think Burger King thrives on marketing. Like, that's their whole thing. I don't think they actually have good food. They had a great video game, by the way. Remember, the, there was an Xbox video game that Burger King made that was they have chicken, chicken, chicken fries are great. I love chicken fries. Mm, no, they're, they're not okay. good. They're, they're, okay. they're okay. Wrong. <laughs> oh, get get a bacon cake. Get a bacon cake. Okay, that's bacon. pretty good. That one's pretty good. I like their burgers. I'll get a baconator instead. I like the I like a whopper. The, the baconator has better bacon, but the actual burger for the is better from Burger King. They need okay. to combine. They need to have I'm, like I'm a, agree with Jack a King Wendy. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. King Wendy. I'm in. Yeah. So we want to have, do this as a public service announcement. If you're hearing the Chick King sandwich is some revolutionary chicken. Chick-fil-A uh, counter sandwich. Don't get it. It's fucking bullshit. It's not even close. Nah, we're here. We're here for you, our listeners, to uh, face these challenges for you. Matt, I hear you had a rough day. All right. So, hey, let's talk about Matt's day today. We thought we'd have some current events on the podcast. So I don't know if you guys knew this, but I have a job that I do outside of this podcast. Uh, despite everyone might thinking that we are millionaires by being very popular beer influencers. We actually all have our own full-time career jobs. And I work in the aerospace industry, and I want to be a little careful in this story, obviously, to not do specifics, but I had a hell of a day, and the boys wanted to hear about it. So we thought maybe it might be some interesting podcast content. So I'll try to keep it a little brief because it's going to get a little too deep into business, which is not the most interesting thing to talk about in a podcast, unless it's a business podcast. But in this case, the company I work for placed an order 
for some parts to be made by a um, by a supplier that was in northern New England. And today uh, I had to drive about mm, three plus hours one way to go see the supplier because what's we needed to get these parts uh, months ago and they are now two, three months late. So the summary story is they've been ducking our calls. They've been not responding to our emails. We can't get a hold of these people. So what do you do? I need this. I need this job done. It's worth many thousands of dollars. I need it for something. I need these parts. So we come to the conclusion. Our last ditch effort is I'm just going to fucking drive up there and I'm going to knock on some doors and just find out what is going on. So I drive all the way. Fuck the fuck up to this place again. Not going to name names for the sake of uh, anonymity here, but I get to this facility. It's a machine shop. So the kind of place that is milling and using lathes to shape metal into different shapes and parts and things like that. Sorry to interrupt you here, but like how big a machine shop is? Are we talking like a mom and pop or um, like a big company here? It's about as small as you could possibly get. It is a rundown two-story house in the middle of nowhere. It's on an unpaved road. Um, I begin fearing for my life as I go on this unpaved road. And again, we're out in the fucking boonies. Uh, New England can get you know, really desolate parts. You can hear, you can hear the banjo. You yeah. can hear the banjo. Here we're some, Matt, Matt, were you armed? You know, the joke, you know, our, we knew this place was in the middle of nowhere, and that joke was made several times, and the problem is I cannot carry a gun in this state because gun laws up here are the worst, so no, I did not bring a weapon. If I could have had a gun, I may have brought a gun, if I'm going to be real with the group, because it was that kind of area. So I'm on an unpaved road. As Kevin was asking, what kind of place is this? It effectively was a junkyard. It was a person's house, which they lived in, about two stories. There was a detached garage, which maybe is like a double wide, maybe like a triple wide size garage, which was a detached from the house and was used as the machine shop. And there was like a little in-law apartment behind the machine shop. So I get there. The place is covered in metal shavings, cigarette butts just shit from like animals it's just atrocious there's junk all over the yard like discarded vehicles half built like tables scraps of wood splinters of wood it it just looked like you know like a white trash kind of a boat which again is probably popular in that area popular look so i walk up and i i'm thinking this guy's not even going to be here I, i'm not even convinced this is a functioning business I go to the machine shop again, this like tiny little garage side machine shop, and I poke my head. In. I don't see anybody. I yell. I so I yell. I go, "Is anybody there?" Hello. I, you know, I'm 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 from the company I work at. I'm looking for so and so, the owner. No one answers. I I go to the back of the machine shop. I see a guy standing near a machine. No, he's not doing anything. I have to then go around to a different entrance and clap my hands like clap clap. Hello hello is someone there guy looks at me i don't know what he was doing just staring at the ground it's creepy Uh, it's everything about this encounter just got has my fucking hairs on end i he's i ask him are you so and so are you so and so the owner no because i never met this man before in my life in person i go do you know where he is and he goes "Ah, i think he's fishing and i go fishing what do you mean fishing and i'm gonna a little bit of pretense here they did not know i was coming because i can't get a hold of him I, if he, he just decided to show up. So, okay, the man's fishing. Really interesting. Again, you're months behind on a really high dollar order for parts. That's not really what you do in the middle of a business contract is go fucking fishing. 
So I go, okay, can you get a hold of him? Do you know what's going on with this order? He goes, well, you know who would know? His daughter. And I'm like, oh, his daughter's here. Interesting. Can you get her? And he's like, oh, I'll try. I'm like, well, where is she? Oh, she's in that apartment, the little one behind the machine shop. I'm like, oh, she's just in there doing what? And he goes, well, I think she's sleeping. Now, the time right now is about 1130 a.m. in the morning on a Thursday, which is usually not when people fucking sleep. So he goes to knock at the door. Knock, knock, knock. No response. I, I may be 30, 30 yards away. Knock, knock, knock. No response. I walk over to him. So is she not in there? He goes, oh, no, she's in there. I just I'm pretty sure she's asleep. And I'm like, do you know which room she's in? And he goes, oh, I think it's this room. I go over to the window of the room. Bang, 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 bang. I knock on the window as hard as I can. I'm like, excuse me. I, I, you know, I need to talk to so-and-so. You know, we wait a couple minutes. She comes out the door, clearly hung over. Like there, this girl is just fucking a mess. And you, you ever meet someone that you, they just have that vacant look in their eyes and you can just go, this person's IQ is like a shovel. How, how, like how, how old do you think she was? Curious. I'm going to say 20, mid twenties at best. I can't tell. Just not good, man. Not good. Just that vacant cow stare. I'm like, all right. So I'm talking to someone who's dumb as a bag of fucking hammers. And I go, hey, do you know where you're, because again, it's her her father is what I'm looking for, who owns this. Again, I'm going to put this giant air quotes business. And I go, okay, do you know where your dad is? And she goes, oh yeah, he's out at a, um, at a Marlin fishing tournament down in the South. He flew down there two days ago and I go, oh, he's at a Marlin fishing tournament. Well, I'm here to collect my order you're defaulting on. Can you call your father? And she goes, no, I can't call him. His phone's off because he's offshore. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Well, um, here's my problem. If I leave without these parts, the next thing I'm going to do is send a fucking legal team to sue the absolute shit out of you people. So I need you to get me these parts. Are they here? And she goes, well, I think some of them are here. We go into this machine shop, which is a fucking cavalcade of horrors that I have never seen. Let me describe this machine shop real quick. I, again, our listeners may have not have seen a machine shop, but I mean, think of like a place you have like workbenches and machines were in metal and things like that, or you're making metal parts for a manufacturing company. So the first thing I noticed on a workbench is there's a, a rifle just laying on a workbench. It's just like a gun. There's a pistol next to it. There's boxes of bullets strewn throughout the workshop. I see multiple um, four to six packs of Coors Light. Shout out to Coors Light. There's just beer in the machine shop. Some of them are drank. There's cans on the floor. Again, fantastic. There's a dog walking through the place. There are clearly, as I could see, piles of dog shit throughout the machine shop. The dog has been pooping in there. Great dog, by the way. Very nice. There are cats, two to three cats. They just have a workbench where they just dumped a bunch of cat food on top of the workbench. And the cats shit around the food. And they're eating the food once in a while. It smells like the devil's asshole in this place. It is hot. There are machines running. Your feet are crunching with like cat food and metal shavings. It is a fucking nightmare. I long story short, we're able to get some of the product that we had ordered, but I'll guarantee you it's not even made right. And I'm just talking to this girl and I'm just like, is this how your father runs a business? Like, and this is the word I used multiple times. It felt really, this phrase felt very accurate. I said, your dad is running a, fucking clown show this is a clown show it's a circus it's embarrassing i couldn't believe that a business operated like this like we've had this order for for months 
and they're way, way behind. And the dad goes out to go to a fucking fishing tournament instead of working on the order. So I drive three plus fucking hours up to this place and I leave with some parts that I don't think are even good because she had no idea. The dad didn't tell her what he was working on or what was done, what wasn't. So I just took what they had and said, I want you to write on a piece of paper that I was allowed to take these. So I have it in writing. And I walked out and I'm like, holy shit, we are never doing business with these people again. Good Lord. My lesson to all procurement people that listen to this podcast is holy shit, vet your fucking suppliers because you might be dealing with some redneck hillbilly motherfuckers that have shit all over the machine shop floor. It is insane how some people run their businesses. God, I wish I could name these people because I hope they never get a single fucking dollar from anyone ever again. I'm embarrassed that they run a business. Christ. Christ. So thank you for sharing. Get a drink. This sounds like you had a rough day. I was working. It was six six hours of driving, man. It's tough. I, I, I hear you. I too work in aerospace and I'm trying not to blame the victim here, but do you guys not vet your suppliers? You do government contracting. How did you end up with these fucktards in the first place? And fucktards is an appropriate term. Well, what if I told you that one of my most hated departments of all time, engineering, shout out to all the engineers out there, but y'all stupid motherfuckers need to stay out of business matters at companies because they were the ones that told us to go to these people. They knew them. They said they were really good at these kinds of jobs. Wow, were they wrong? And I learned a valuable lesson. Never listen to an engineer. Shout out engineers. <laughs> hey, look, as an ex-engineer who moved to the business side, I'm with you on that. I'm curious. How's the, post, how's the post-mortem going to go on this? Um, let's put it this way. I would be probably drinking heavier on this podcast if I didn't have to wake up early tomorrow to fill out several incident reports and start what's probably going to be a really serious investigation into what the fuck happened here. Senior management on my end was baffled that they had like live weapons on the floor of a machine shop. Never seen that one before. A lot of dead deer too, like deer heads all over the place. Really great. On a personal note, I'm surprised they let you go by yourself. No one knew would quite be at this level of extreme. And I do have a little bit of a reputation in my company of probably like, yeah, if we're going to send someone in, probably, you know, Matt's maybe the guy, if it's going to be a little weird. All right. After I had a nice vent session there, I didn't need that. What a day. We're going to move on to a four man check-in. Let's start with me. I've got the last flavor of the Coors Seltzer on deck. Mango. Let's take a ride in the tropics, boys. Kevin, what do you got? So my last seltzer to check in here is also the mango. And um, I, I will reserve judgment to a later section. But you know what? I am not that impressed. All right. Not that impressed. Let's go on to Jack. This is my third one. I got the lemon lime. I'm almost done with it. It has a terrible smell, which is sucky because <laughs> usually lime and lemon both smell great. It's actually not a bad seltzer, though. Mm. Um, it's it, it drinks better than it smells. Um, so that just leaves me with grapefruit to finish up. All right. Casey, fourth on the board. What do you got? I am finishing up with grapefruit. I believe Matt said this earlier. Not usually my favorite. This one isn't bad, hmm. but it's not the best one I've had. And then I'll leave judgment, like Kevin said, also for for the actual bracket. But yeah, grapefruit. Here we go. Saving rivers. Rivers for days. All right, with those check-ins out of the way, we're going to move to the next topic. Everyone's favorite. Have you boys heard of OnlyFans? Jack, tell us about it. I don't I don't like the way that was introduced that I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> tell us about real. 
Tell us about boobs. I want to make it extremely clear that I do not subscribe to anyone. There's a lie. The century right there. Not a lie. I never, (laughs) I've never told a lie in my life. Uh, Simp. Absolutely. Okay. George Washington. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, we were talking about topics for this podcast and I, I had brought up that I had heard that only fans, which was started as kind of an instructional kind of video subscription where you could learn to play instruments from various famous artists. Like the, like the skin flute. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you learn how to play guitar or, you know, drums from, from famous music, musicians. Ooh. And so nowadays it's pretty obvious that OnlyFans is directed more towards adult entertainment. Mm. Well, what do you mean oh, by adult entertainment? Uh, women getting naked. Yes. Thank, thank you, Casey, for making me actually say that. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is a uh, Christian podcast. Jack. Yeah, Careful. Right. You know, Hail Mary. Uh, so now as of, as of today, <laughs> only fans is trying to move away from the cash cow. That is porn back to more instructional things like learning how to play the guitar why and stuff like that i don't know but for some reason we felt it was necessary to educate our listeners that if you I, are, I, I had to i don't know why it came up on a phone call today i had to explain what only fans was to my boss now, so I'm gonna, this I'm gonna is relevant this to me right now i think there are multiple podcast listeners that do have OnlyFans subscriptions. Shout out to uh, podcast fan Rich. Yeah, that was the first person that came to my mind. Absolutely, does he have an OnlyFans account? There is no question in my mind. Rich, debate me. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out. Rich, Rich, podcast defender. Get rid of it, Rich. It's going away. Unless Come on, you man. You're better than that. Do, do you mean away. like he posts his own videos? Ooh. No. People subscribe to it. That's an interesting question, though. But I was thinking. He subscribes he to subscribes. not oh, that he has his own. Okay. Although, Rich, if you had one, let me know. Oh, I thought God. Matt might have one, Ooh. you know, selling bathwater and shit. Thick and thirsty. <laughs> but I think that was, you know, so our our, our counterpoints only fans page. It, uh, <laughs> we, we might need to rethink that one. Damn, we're gonna, Why we're would gonna... they change it? I'm sorry, but I feel like I've heard so many stories about these females and males. Females. That have Predominantly females, but I'll throw males in there because we're not sexist by any means. I am. Um, well, they I, have I, made a ton of money off of this. True. So why in okay. the world would OnlyFans decide that they're going to change their that web, their, that their website model? turned buttholes into millionaires overnight? It's amazing. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. Exactly. Like you show your you show your show your dongus on the internet or whatever, oh, whatever you want to call it. You're, <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to educate. I you put your little vagine out there, and suddenly you're buying a right two point five million dollar mansion in Los Angeles. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I want to enlighten happened? Casey on something I heard today because right. I know, I know this is something that he has watched because we may or may not going? have had a conversation about this. <laughs> Wait, I'm worried now. No, uh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm getting very okay. interested. Okay, so one of one of the low-key interesting things to watch in early December on CBS is something called the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Uh, well, Casey, that is no more. 
they are stopping that because they want to stop promoting physical appearance in women. If anyone could see Casey's face right now, it's just a giant O. This is one of those things where if I'm on air live, I'm trying to be a little careful with my opinion, but like, (laughs) we're live, baby. Come on. Wait, they're getting rid of the Victoria's Secret? It's gone. It's gone. They're going to they're going to pivot. I mean, pivot. I'm sorry, they're gonna but pivot. Heidi Klum? They're Come pivoting. On. Has she been, does she still model? She's old. She does. Man. I don't know if she she's models. Have you seen her, Matt? She looks fantastic. Yeah, I'm not saying like I'd kick listen, her out of bed for eating crackers. Listen, listen. Yeah. Germany got screwed over in their World Cup game, or excuse me, their Euro game against France. But Why did this turn to soccer? She, I, I, I thought you were about was, to say Germany got screwed over in World War II, and I was concerned for a minute. Well, that no, was no, no. their own fault. All right. No, no, no. In, in, in the Euros against France, and listen, I, you know, Paul Pogba plays for France, so I was a big fan, but Heidi Klum is their biggest supporter, oh. and she is a national treasure for the country of Germany. So that is astonishing to me. And she's a, you know, world-renowned model, especially for Victoria's Secret. Wow. I am stunned by that. Stunned by that. Finally, people like me could be a Victoria's Secret model because hashtag body positivity. Thank you. No, you're still the wrong gender, but don't tell me what my gender is, Casey. I don't know. It's 2021, Casey. I don't know. If If we can have... Women That's offensive, and frankly, I'd like an apology. Then, then gender is off the list too, and you can't persecute gender. So, are you saying bald? Are you saying women can't be balding and have massive foreheads or penises? Apparently, oh, and massive penises. That's a great point, Kevin. Thank you. No, no comment. comment. Nothing. All right. Well, <laughs> there he goes. He's gone. Goodbye. Whatever they said, I'm not going to speak on, but I'm just still very upset about the Victoria's Secret models. <laughs> was that like a big thing? Did people really like go way out oh of their way God. to watch that anymore? Uh, yeah, they like, had acts of like The right. Weeknd. I mean, it was cool, uh, but it was just Taylor Swift would perform and the models would walk around them. But there's Pornhub and YouTube. Why do you need that? Well, no, true, no, no, no. Like, We're talking about the elegance that is Victoria's <laughs> yes, Secret. Yes, I watch it for the elegance. Yeah, That's a yeah, good point. Yeah. And, yep. and the the exceptional physique. And, 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 and 90 the, second clips for the elegance. Uh-huh. Some good hey, elegance. listen, you can speak to your own, your own uh, experience on that. <laughs> Debauchery. Um, I'm just saying there is a sense of art that is the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Um Along with the performers, <laughs> it's incredible. We're here. We're about we're about art at Counterpoints podcast. Yeah. That's a good point, Casey. Thank I mean, you. you don't you don't see the Louvre taking down the Mona Lisa or any shit like that. I maybe mean, she, maybe she has some fat it, titties. Who knows? To be fair, she's topless in that painting, right? <laughs> Damn near close for those times. That's right. She did show a hell of a lot of elbow. <laughs> Damn girl, you get it, get it. Yeah. So uh, society continues to progress forward, I suppose such as 2021 but um subscribe to the counterpoints only fans account before it goes away to see matt that's right you want to see me naked eating a nashville hot chicken sandwich sign up it's only 25 dollars a month because it's high quality material i can promise you that you'll see every pore. i'm going to stop talking about this we're going to go on to our next topic <laughs> which will be Counterpoints podcast. This is the podcast you're listening to. And we thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about the future of the podcast. Everyone loves some meta discussion, but 
Um, one thing that we've got coming up that we wanted to at least mention to our listeners is an idea that was coined by uh, podcast host Jack as counter bites. One thing we're going to be bringing up uh, we thought would be a good idea is what we have we've had some good response to some podcasts where, for instance, we're talking about like highly specific topics like sports, like video games. We know we're a little bit of kind of general purpose. So we're going to st- try to start recording some episodes that are a little more focused and a little more short, um, which we know sometimes also something people like is a little more of a bite-sized episode, hence counter bites. So keep your eyes uh, peeled. We're going to have some bonus episodes coming out, probably not for a few weeks at this point, because we've kind of get the planning in, uh, in tow here. But for instance, you know, I would love to talk about some video games. I'd love to talk about some movies. I know the boys here would love to talk about some sports, and I know jack shit about them. So for instance, they could have a, a podcast where they talk about sports, and I won't be on it. Or video games, maybe it's more me, uh, me and Kevin topics. So we'll talk about that. And we're going to try to break them up a little bit to have some variation in content here. Um, so keep your eyes open. We'll be trying to get that stuff out not too far in the future, but we wanted to uh, give people a heads up. Any comments on the Counterbite series before I move on? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think it's kind of how podcasting is moving right now. It's it's going to kind of shorter, more you know, topic-specific, singular topic-specific discussion where people can kind of once you know we're getting back to work so you know you have your lunch breaks where you can just you know listen to something short during your lunch and i think it's great for us specifically because we do have podcast members that you know have some interest that the whole group might not really be interested in but anime. can really speak to it right anime will absolutely be a podcast anime college. coming soon we'll have a college football kind of free free show where we're going to talk about predictions you know think about topics like i know kevin's talked about this with the the 12 team playoff that's coming we're going to talk about that talk you know make predictions on season stuff like that i I know matt and i have kind of talked about a a scary movie podcast where you break break down some scary movies that we've seen stuff like that where we can kind of get into the nitty-gritty but you know it's an easier listen you know 20 to 30 minutes stuff like that right Right. The idea is, is that it's bite-sized. Think of it more of as a, a focused rant. You know, some of the best things about this <laughs> podcast where we kind of go on a rant and a tirade on, on one thing or another, well, that's what you're going to get for your lunch break. I mean, think about how much better that would make your workday to hear Matt bitching about anime or Casey <sighs> bitching about soccer or Jack bitching about college, college athletics. You know, that's the kind of thing you're really going for here. I mean, I'm ready to rave about that new Demon Slayer movie they just put out. What Damn. the fuck is that? Woo, baby. Where's about- that at? Anime. Oh, oh, it's anime. Fuck that. Never mind. Fuck yeah. It's I, anime, you could have guessed. You could have guessed. But either way, fuck the yeah. very focused topics where you have one or two hosts just kind of talking about something that is passionate to them, and then that's it. It's done. No counterpoints, not really any like back and forth bullshitting like we usually do. Just kind of here's what it is, and we're done. I am going to also, dr- also guest stars. stars. Also, yeah, we'll drink. Also, guest stars. I think, I think former podcast member Brian would make a great guest star on some sports-related topics. And recent, and, and recently redeemed focused. OnlyFans addict Rich. You know, maybe on the podcast. Who knows? We we do have a BDSM podcast coming up. I think <laughs> oh shit! Oh baby! Woo! Rich, Rich, bring a copy of the letter that you make women sign. Please. <laughs> oh man! Oh no! 
He's going to listen to this. He's going to listen to this. It's okay, Rich. We love you. I don't. We do, but we, 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 sorry, we love you, Daddy, because we are contractually obligated to say uh, so. Who, man? Maybe, maybe we could have like a sex podcast and we could be bought out for $20 million a year like another podcast was recently. Wouldn't that be nice? Someone's going to need to get plastic surgery. But say, is anyone hot, hot enough here to get any attention talking about sex? Yeah. No, but I think that plays in our favor. <laughs> Ooh, who wants to hear ugly people talk about sex? It's, it's too in. bad we're all not 10 years younger because, oh my God. Would that be content? Uh, excuse me. Why do you have a GoPro on your head? We're at a bar. <laughs> I mean, you can lie to yourself and say you're 23 or, or 20. Hey, I'm, Kevin, I, I still get carded. Well, yeah. <laughs> Only in Colorado, apparently. <laughs> even here, even here to places really? I've been multiple times. Like, huh. do I have a forgetful face? Like you've carded me like five times. <laughs> Is it, maybe it's the lack of facial hair. I don't know. Trying to grow it. We'll see. Look, you got you've got you've got a youthful face. That's it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I I get called baby faced a lot. That's, that's not a, that's not a bad thing though. Like I'm 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 like I look like a sad old man, especially just by <laughs> fucking balding. So no one ever questions if I'm old. That, that I do not have. I do not have the balding. I don't think I'm going to. Shout out Steve from Florida. Yeah. Those jeans are strong in the hair department. I'm good. So, uh, but I will be a silver fox in a few years, boys. <laughs> right. I'm on my way already. Can't wait, baby. Can't wait. Silver Fox so, hey, podcast coming hey, soon. But Matt, you still got carded in, in Colorado. You should be happy about that. That's you because like, like they changed. that's because they card everyone in that fucking state like a neurotic. It sucks. Christ. Colorado, relax a little bit. Jesus. Smoke some of that weed. Well, hey, speaking of weed, Connecticut on the legalization trade. Thank you. Train. I can't talk. Thank you. Ned Lamont. Weed to be legal here July 1st. Up to an ounce and a half, and sales to start in 2022. Ounce and a half. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all they're giving us right now. And then 2022, we'll be able to buy it legally. So finally, Ooh. Connecticut does something progressive. Oh my God! We, as usual, we wait for Massachusetts to do it first. Uh, it's been legal in Massachusetts since 2018. Yeah, it's I know that because I, I voted on it us. when I lived there. I'm embarrassed for us. <laughs> uh, also. Shout out to Connecticut taking the training wheels off. Good for you. Well, I'll put it this way. We beat, I think we beat Rhode Island, right? I don't think Rhode Island's legal. That's like a one beating a 16. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Suck it, Rhode Island. (laughs) At least we're in Rhode Island. Also knows the Alabama of New England. At least we're not them. Okay. So um, we're going to pivot real quick into some more podcast related news. We thought we'd maybe talk a little bit very quickly about some upcoming podcasts that we have in tow. Um, we debate about doing this sometimes if we want to do a little bit teasers for uh, podcasts coming up. So we wanted to mention the next couple podcasts. We know our listeners love the Disney podcast, so don't worry. We've got another Disney one around the corner. We've got our favorite Disney songs. That's going to be coming up um, in our next podcast, I believe, followed by <laughs> a podcast we've been debating for a long time, and that's going to be the worst state draft. We know people enjoy the salt. They enjoy the beef. Let's talk about states that we fucking hate. And it's going to be its own draft. And it's going to be broken into four quadrants. And I think that one's going to get real ugly. But it has well, to be done. It, it'll stewing. be very passionate. Very <laughs> passionate. Woo! <laughs> that one's been stewing for a while. It's almost become a recurring segment on this podcast. Shitting on a state. So we're going to dedicate all of our fury into one episode so buckle up for that one 
followed up by one that we've also talked about for a long time, which is the movie speeches bracket. So we'll be going over our favorite movie speeches. We know Independence Day will be on that list. Any other big ones, boys, real quick that you want to tease? Braveheart. Miracle. Ooh, both good. Both good. Remember the Titans? You know, I, we, we got to make sure there's no clear sweeps because I have received complaints that the uh, the war movie bracket was too dominated by Saving Private Ryan. So, well, to, we be fair, to be fair to those people, we thought about it literally during the cast. We <laughs> should have excluded Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> we had a mid-cast epiphany. Didn't we exclude Chick-fil-A from something? I don't I think feel, we, we no. From the, from the it, was t- it was Timon and Pumbaa. Timon, Timon and Pumbaa. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same as Chick Fil A. That's. I also want to shout out. We got an Instagram comment from nice uh, a loyal listener named Brian. I will not reveal his full Instagram Ooh. screen name, but he would like a mob movie bracket done. So that yeah, will I, also. I, I could hit happening. up some mob movies. Why not? Why not? Pretty sure that episode will have to be about. About three and a half, four hours long, but we can happen. <laughs> I'm half Italian. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm experiencing this, right, right. Huh? Okay, so um, as we near the end of this podcast, um, our big thing here was the seltzers we've been drinking. So one thing we wanted to talk about real quick, as Casey kind of uh, mentioned, again, we are not sponsored by Coors. Again, uh, I wish we were. Coors, reach out to us. We're here. We're whores. We want it, but. A big thing they're advertising these seltzers. We just kind of looked into it a little bit because it's interesting stuff. You know, um, these breweries and these companies are trying to have all sorts of initiatives with this seltzer. They are um, basically saying you're saving the rivers by by drinking the seltzers. And we're kind of interested in what that actually meant. So for a little education for the podcast, a little education for our listeners here. It sounds like what they're doing is they're coordinating with a group called Change the Course which is like a nonprofit that basically works to do a lot of environmental restoration. This is a field I actually used to lightly work in. It was my degree in college was environmental science. And that was um, a lot of restoration efforts on, it sounds like it's largely freshwater efforts. The West part of the country, especially is struggling on that front right now because the level of water is going away, but kind of an interesting effort. Actually, what, what they say is, for if you buy a 12 pack of this beer, which all four of us did for this podcast, what they're doing is they are purchasing services from Change the Course to restore 500 gallons of river water up to a total of 5 billion gallons through 2021. They are saying they may extend the program past 2021. That's unknown at this time. But a bit of a cool mission. I actually really like this. It's very interesting. I would look up change the course for some information on kind of how a freshwater uh, restoration works. It's throughout a series of states that range throughout the entire country. For instance, for where I am in New England, the closest we've got is the Hudson River in New York, which is a very big river. They're doing all sorts of restoration efforts there, making sure they're reducing all the sediment and keeping the banks along the river netted in so they don't fall into the river. There's all sorts of shit they have to fix from, let's be real, human impact. Like, Casey, you've got the Colorado River. Kevin, the, Ca- the Sacramento River in California. I, I also have the Colorado River because it comes in the sun. That's uh, true. Sand. I've been hearing some bad things about the Colorado River recently. Apparently, the water is not doing that good, so maybe it's good that someone's working on it. I think, Jack, Tennessee, you've got the Tennessee River in North Carolina, unfortunately. I, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, but I'll talk about the Chattahoochee River in and Georgia, shout out uh, 
Anyone anyone know anything about the Atlanta child murders? Boy, have I listened to some podcasts about that. They dumped a <laughs> lot of bodies in that river. Clean uh, it up. <laughs> they got to drag the bodies out. Well, and, and and to that point, Matt, I bet you yeah. the Charles River would have been on there if it wasn't for the fact that Massachusetts dumped uh, about a billion dollars yeah. into the the restoration of the Charles River about well two decades ago, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, I and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that the this project was part of that as well. This nonprofit was part of that as well. But you're right; there are some some really really great projects going on currently, specifically, obviously, in our home state of Colorado with the Colorado River. And, and Matt's right, right? You look at some of these water levels that are happening currently in the Southwest, and it's it's alarming. And it's leading to some really, really scary times. And these heat waves that keep going through the area do not help by any means for the water levels as well as the the drought that they are experiencing. So, Kevin, heads up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm going to benefit on this. I, I honestly, I was skeptical about like how brewing a beer could save water because beer or seltzer is a very water intensive process. And you know what? This is actually really cool to learn about because it's not really about saving water. It's about activities that save water. So irrigation change and demolishing old uh, dams that route water in in proper directions and also like uh, planting crops that are more water conscious. And so when they say they're saving water, they're doing a whole shitload of things that actually end up saving water. And so you may think of it as like a a, a bite-sized advertising bit on a can. And you know what? It's so much more than that. So look them up. (laughs) It's a little bit like it's like a carbon offset, right? Where you're kind of donating, you're giving money to a company that's doing the work to, you know, maybe offset the effects of what you're doing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's commendable. It's commendable. I I do appreciate it. Any, you know, the we're seeing the impacts of environmental, you know, basic climate change more and more every day. God bless the West. Your fucking heat wave going on right now. Like, you know, companies, I think, need to be more sustainably minded nowadays. I appreciate the effort. I think it's a good look for cores and I hope more companies do it. I appreciate it. So I'm glad I bought this 12 pack. Well, and you're right. So I used to live a hop, skip and a jump away from Glen Canyon and the Lake Powell and Lake Powell was dammed in the sixties to provide electricity to a hydroelectricity plant located on the Western side of the, of Lake Powell. And it supplies LA and the surrounding areas. About 60% of their electricity is actually done through hydroelectricity. Uh, and it's from Lake Powell. So Glen Canyon area was actually this like unbelievable canyon with sandstone. And they dammed it. And it, that obviously affected a lot of aspects of the Colorado River as it proceeded through the Grand Canyon. But so there are some positives that come to it. And it is an alternative source of electricity and other fuels but you're right there are some next steps that need to be taken and not only is the the like is lake powell feeling the you know lower levels of water but so is lake mead which sits on the border of arizona california nevada and it's about 33 percent lower than it should be and that's that's a really Mm. astonishing amount right a third of it, it, a third of its capacity is gone. And that's what's scary about the Southwest and with this water shortage as well as the drought and everything. So definitely something to keep in mind as you 
move into summer and obviously we drink seltzers during the summer, you know, maybe keep that in mind when you're at the store and, you know, you're deciding between the Trulies or the Bud Light seltzers and the Coors uh, seltzers. Maybe, maybe lean towards the Coors because uh, a piece of your, your purchase is going to go to restoring those water levels or, or helping those water levels. I appreciate sustainability. Always like it. Always like it. So speaking of course, seltzer, we've got to talk about it and I've got a quick check in anybody else. All right. We've got one for Casey. How about me first? So after the mango, we're popping open a black cherry. Let's go a quick pop and another seltzer to the lips. Casey, what do you got? All right. So I've gone through my four that will be in the bracket, but I think I'm the first one from the pod that uh, purchased the the other 12 pack or the, the variety that is Coors Seltzer. And one of the things they came out with is the orange cream pop. Ladies and gentlemen, Oof. if you have the ability to get this seltzer, you should fucking do it. This is becoming one of my favorite seltzers so far. I'm um, jealous. I just gotta get some. This thing is really good. Tastes just like uh, a cream sickle. Um, I know that might have been a, um, a topic we we're gonna touch on. We might <laughs> a little bit, but cream sickle beer is so hot had, right now. So hot. It is. They're so hot. I had to. I had to throw this in there. Um, it is fantastic. Ninety calories again helps restore the rivers uh, throughout the country. 4.5% alcohol by volume. Ladies and gentlemen, it is delicious. Love creamsicle. Every brewery that ever listens to this podcast never stop making creamsicle beers, I implore you. So let's get into the seltzer bracket, which will be a short bracket. It's only four seltzers. So we had a variety pack from Coors Seltzer, which was lemon lime, black cherry, grapefruit, and mango. So this will be a quick one. We're going to start with lemon lime against black cherry. I'm not sure I agree with the way this was laid out. I'm just going to say that right away. But interesting. Um, interesting. Let's start with Kevin. What do you think between our first two challengers? All right. I'm guessing I might be in the minority here, but I the black cherry tasted like cough syrup. And to me, that wasn't a good thing. Um, honestly, of the, of the half here of lemon lime versus black cherry, this is the weaker of the two brackets here the uh, sub-tier brackets and uh, i'd have to give it to lemon lime just i did not like the cough syrup taste to black cherry on this particular one there are other black cherries that are good but this one kind of tastes like cough syrup just for course seltzer my friend we're in a specific bracket here jack we've got one boat on the board for lemon lime yeah i'll, I'll quickly check in i have now had the grapefruit i'll just say that uh, that has nothing to do with this matchup but i will i will say that uh, lemon lime versus black cherry i will point out something about course seltzers these don't smell good. None of them have a good smell <laughs> at all. Black cherry and lemon lime absolutely fit the bill for that one. I, I talked about it when I was drinking it. I, I happen to just like black cherry when it comes to seltzers. And uh, for me, I didn't really get the medicinal taste too much. A little bit disappointed by lemon lime. I had high hopes for that one. Uh, so I'm going black cherry. All right. Black cherry and the board. Um, one and one. Actually, I'll go third here. And I've Bit of a bit of a surprising opinion here. I'm like Jack. I really like cherry, but I have to admit, I lemon lime was a surprise. You know, you know what? It almost tasted a little bit like me. I almost got like a little bit of the key lime element to it. Like there was like a little bit of underlying sweetness underneath the tartness. I actually really liked it. And the black cherry is also good, but it, it does start to strike that like artificial syrup kind of taste. 
I'd give my vote to Lemon Lime between those two, which I was very surprised by. Casey, how about you? So this for me, uh, I think I teased it a little bit when I went to it. This to me is one versus two. I I really like the the lemon lime. I really like the the black cherry. So I I think it's kind of unfortunate that they have to go up against each other in in, in this manner because I think the unfortunately the the grapefruit mango is so much further beneath that matchup is so much further beneath these two. But if I had to pick one, um, for me it's the black cherry. I don't get the medicinal taste from it uh, at all actually and uh i'm going with the the black fairy so to make it a two two tie all right so we start this off with an immediate tie someday we'll maybe we'll fucking agree on something so let's do the wheel oh that'll just barely land on me which will give lemon lime the advantage against black cherry so lemon lime will advance in a tiebreaker leaving us around two which is grapefruit versus mango um i'll start this one off i the grapefruit was actually solid better than i thought personally i got more of an orange kind of flavor out of it i think of grapefruit is more bitter maybe uh, it was it was pretty good it was like an orange seltzer i actually did not mind it I do think the mango was definitely better for me. I actually, it was another one where it was a little artificial, but I like the taste of it. Mangoes are good. I'm going to give that one to mango for me. Let's go to Jack. So I kind of talked about how I was going to be on the side of one of these seltzer flavors, hardcore from the get-go, because every time I have this flavor, it always ends up being my favorite. And it's definitely not my favorite fruit to have by itself. But whenever I have grapefruit anything, I fucking love it in alcohol. It is so goddamn good. If you're talking about Truly, you're talking about White Claw, even beer. I love grapefruit and alcohol. And this one was the same thing. Grapefruit absolutely was my favorite out of these. I would probably say mango was either second or third, which I was not expecting. Hmm. Mango and stuff is usually disappointing. But grapefruit for me absolutely beat mango. All right, we've got one for grapefruit, one for mango. Let's go to Casey. Yeah, so I have to admit, I was a little bit surprised by the grapefruit. It was okay. I usually hate grapefruit in just about everything. Beer, seltzers, regular fruit, everything. That being said, though, it wasn't even close. Uh, (laughs) Like I said, this category is like the D level, and everybody else was at the A level. So for me, it's mango. Mango gets my vote. I, I, I'm i just not a big fan of grapefruit. Now, if we were talking about a different one, which I've mentioned off pod to Kevin, it's the it's amazing. But this one, it's, it's okay. But uh, mango is much, much better. All right. A rare case of Casey disagreeing with Jack. Kevin, two on the board for mango, one on grapefruit. Yeah, let's uh, let's continue the oddity here. I'm going to agree with Jack on this one. The grapefruit one is my favorite of this entire pack. It tastes like a LaCroix, but it has alcohol in it. You know what? I know LaCroix is bougie as hell, and you know what? It's still you know what, Kevin, great. though? I fucking great. love the grapefruit LaCroix. The Pumple it. Moose one, it's the <laughs> yeah, best. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The mango, I think, is too sweet. I like the mango. This is actually one and two for me here in my seats, and right. I don't think the mango is too sweet. I think the grapefruit takes it for me. So let's get that wheel going. 
All right, so we're just going to wheel every decision here. Always exciting. We've got another tie. Wheel it up. Here we go. And, well, I've rigged this wheel well tonight. Thank you, computer, because I just won a second wheel, which brings Mango into the finals against Lemon Lime. Boy, I, I wish I had this luck in our actual brackets that I cared about. God damn it. I'm blowing all the luck right now. Well, because that requires skill and not luck. Mm, disagree. So we're going to move on to our final matchup, which will be Lemon Lime against Mango. Let's start off with Salty Loser on the board, Kevin. Speaking of salt, I'm going to go with Lemon Lime because <laughs> it, it smells like it's a little salty. And it's been a while since I've actually finished this one. So the mango is just too damn sweet. I got to say, the mango is too sweet. So it is fairly sweet. The lemon lime reminds me vaguely, vaguely of the sequench goza from Dogfish Head. Right? The same kind of like salty lime smell. And as far as seltzers go, it's a winner. I think I got one of those in my cooler right now, actually. Casey, what do you got? Lemon lime versus mango. Yeah, so let me say this. This is all for second place as it sits. <laughs> um, if you've uh, been listening, obviously the uh, cream... Uh, orange cream pop is by gotta, far. I gotta try best. it, man. Fuck, I want to try that. That seltzer is by far one of the best I've had thus far. But if I'm looking at these two, it's pretty easy. This is far and above one versus the other, and it's a lemon lime. Push lemon lime through. Let's go. All right, we got two lemon lime. I'll go next. Personally, these were my one and two. I really liked both of these. Boy, struggle a little bit. It, it, Kevin kind of summarized it pretty well. Like it was like sweet versus like a little bit of salty, a little more tart. I don't know. For some reason, I wanted to like the lemon lime more, but I just I don't know. I I, I like sweet stuff. The mango was really kind of hitting it here. I, I I thought of like if I got a hot lake, like a hot day, water around, I could smash a couple of those mangoes. I'll put myself down as mango. Jack, you've got the final vote. Yeah, I mean it's not a secret here. I've already kind of displayed my rankings out uh, grapefruit losing was a tragedy that will not be taken lightly in, <laughs> in my heart and uh i said i said earlier i was disappointed by lemon lime and surprised by mango so get the damn wheel out again mango. <laughs> I, this is a this is a podcast first every single decision is a wheel all right the third spin of the wheel what's the point of even talking about this we could have just flipped coins this entire time let's go please land on me God damn it. That would have been if you win this again, I, I want it to be known. Yeah. I lost every single one of those. <laughs> that would have been goddamn hilarious if I got it three times. Unfortunately, not the case. Kevin takes this one, meaning Lemon Lime is the winner of the Coors Seltzer variety this, bracket. This is a, a bittersweet victory winner, because, because Grapefruit should have won. Grapefruit should have won this one. All right, so the winner of the Coors Seltzer Variety Pack Flavor Bracket, not sponsored by Coors, hashtag sponsor us, daddy, will be the lemon lime flavor. Again, I'm not upset by that one. That was actually pretty good. Honestly, I thought they were all good. So moving on from that, we're going to go to the conclusion of this podcast. It's been a hell of a ride, boys. We're going to go into the brewery of the week, as we tend to do. I'm going to take this week. It's a brewery I mentioned earlier in this podcast, but that's going to be Long Live Beer Works out of Providence, Rhode Island. 
to any of our New England listeners, they were a fantastic fucking brewery. A lot of great brews, big, sweet pastry cookie kind of stouts, thick, sweet sours, very like uh, potent, like higher ABV, very juicy IBAs. It was basically all the beer styles I like. Also, their merch was sick. My girlfriend and I both got a T-shirt from there, and we've been wearing them in tandem. I highly recommend it. Nice facility. Go to Long Live. Cool place. I hope to get back there again. Unfortunately, I did not have a cooler in my car, so I couldn't get any cans at the time. But it's on my list to go back to soon. So Rhode Island, shout out. You got some good beer. You've earned my respect. Your state, still a trash heap. We'll talk about it in the worst state draft. So best beer of the cast. A bit of a difficult section this week is I believe everyone only had one beer. So, boys, how do we handle this one? We talk about it, Seltzer. Well, everyone's favorite Seltzer. Let's go host by host. I'll start. Mango. Kevin. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Jack. Grapefruit. Grapefruit twice. Casey, not including the creamsicle one. God damn it. I got to go with black cherry. All right. So a little bit of variation in opinion. Don't worry, folks. We'll we'll get back to beer, but we wanted to have a little bit of a seltzer break. So we're going to go to last call. One last comment, question, joke, whatever you want to do. And then one this podcast. I'll go first. We've had a lot of um, Treehouse talk on this podcast today. And I will say this. Um, Treehouse is a brewery where, again, fantastic product. I, I, I do, in my heart, love them. But I have to admit, I went there a week and a half ago. And I have the same bitches that I had, you know, what, a year, year and a half ago back when I was going there in person. I want to bring them back up because Treehouse, I thought your Instagram post promised this shit was going to get better. But I have to admit, it is still a fucking chore to get a beer at Treehouse Brewing. And I don't understand why they do this. So it'll give a very brief overview of the process. You walk in as their Charlton facility. You walk in. They show you three QR codes. There's one for can ordering. There's one for ordering tickets to buy a draft. And there's a draft list. So you have to go in, chime into the QR code to buy a ticket for a draft. You could have up to two drafts a day. I have no fucking clue why they have that limit. No other brewery in the United States I've ever seen does this. God bless you, Treehouse. I'd like an explanation for that one. But you have to go in. Purchase the draft tickets online, check it online. Then you go to a second person, they check your ID, you get a wristband, and you have to show them your order ID for the draft tickets. And then you go into a third line to actually go get the drafts. Why can't I just walk up to the brewery or the bar and just buy a beer? Treehouse makes it so fucking hard to get drafts. I don't get why they do it. And for instance, my girlfriend and her father went there today and he and he's not a big craft beer guy and he had the exact same opinion. The beer is good, but why do they make it so fucking hard to get a beer? He doesn't want to go back. And frankly, sometimes I don't blame him. Treehouse, why are you doing this to us? Let me just walk in and have a beer. Boys, why do you think they do this? Well, that explains your relationship between your girlfriend and you, given that you remind her of her dad. Hot. Go ahead. Silent laughter happening as we speak. Off topic, Kevin. Off topic. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get why they 
operate like that. It's it's a bummer. And I'm curious if the sandwich and the Deerfield locations will be the same way. Like they they do it because they can. No one I ever. You're right. It's it's the same concept as a as a sports team that when you know their fans keep coming to the game, so they don't care about what players they're throwing out there. They like we don't. Why would we pay? millions upon millions for the best players when we're going to get the same crowds no matter who comes to the games but, but why not but why not let someone have more than two beers i maybe understand it from like a distribution perspective where they're making plenty of money so they don't need to do that but if someone comes and they want a beer why do you limit them so because t- you can because you can but you is can, it but is it advantageous to them you can you can be a bitch when you're at the top of the game they that's certainly what are it's what they're doing they certainly are but i just don't understand why so yeah, people have to stop going, and then it'll change. I mean, Matt, well, which will happen heard, as we know. Have, have you not heard of the term diva? They're the, they're the diva brewer these days. They, they are. Just, they just are. It's tough, man. It's tough. You want to go there because their product's so good, but they, you know, it's not like a very pleasant brewery experience. Still, because you waste half your time there waiting in lines and getting stupid tickets and wristbands that you don't need. Why are you doing this? Stop it. Matt, cover your ears, but uh, I'm going to throw out a sports analogy here. Might I say they are the Kyrie Irving of breweries because that guy is a fucking asshole, but holy shit, is he a good basketball player? But no one wants to fucking deal with his shit, but they do because he is arguably a top three player in the game. We're moving on to the next last call. It's going to be Casey. Awesome. So I've got a couple, but I'm only going to pick one. And uh, I got to give a massive shout out. Massive, massive, massive shout out to uh, Sam Adams. We were featured on their Instagram this year. And by we, I mean me. Very, very excited about this that. year. I think it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. But I mean, the, this <laughs> year in general, like it, they featured us. I'm incredibly uh very thankful for that because holy shit never thought i'd amount to something of uh, you were referenced as what the colorado cousin at sam that's right your cousin from colorado (laughs) uh, was absolutely impressive now granted it was like a couple months ago that i posted that but hey you know better late than never but no massive shout out to sam adams thank you so much really appreciate that didn't realize what was going on until uh jack texted me go saying like just another day and i was like wait what i totally missed the group chat so i apologize but what what an uh, outstanding honor that is to be featured on their uh instagram story so cheers to you sam adams cheers to counterpints and let's go boston beer company coming in clutch let's go to kevin for the next last call all right so continuing on the theme that almost got me voted off the pod. Uh, Close. Teaser to the counter bites. Bites. The uh, expansion of the college football football playoffs, the 12 teams. This is a can of worms that could derail the entire end of this podcast for an hour and a half. But I really like that they went to 12 teams and actually had 14 buys. I think that was an interesting choice that would hopefully keep the last, I'd say, quarter of the college football season interesting because there's a lot of meaningless games right now and it could be pretty boring towards the end so maybe resting your players if you're a top tier squad at the end of the season actually means something now and so you play every game like it's meaningful squad and for most of the uh the conferences the power five and the uh the other one i forget whoever they are who gives a shit about whatever they are 
now it all matters. So great. I love this. More college football, more relevance should be good because I have never really cared about college football until the last, like, say, conference championships or to the to the playoffs. And now there's more <sighs> of that. So good for that. Well, I think we got the cut in real quick. I don't think it's been voted on yet. They were hearing it today. Yeah, it, it was an idea, but you know it's going to happen because it's, it's yeah. going to make more money. It's going to make easy. more money. So something's going to happen, easy, right? Easy, easy, easy. Don't, don't jump ahead of things because we've been asking for it for fucking four years now and mm -hmm. it's never happened. So I won't, for, for someone who works in this industry, I will not believe it until I see it because they have been very adamant. The, the college football committee playoff committee has been very adamant. They're not going to change it. So I won't believe it until it's actually voted on. And I believe it's supposed to be voted on here in the next week or so, but it's a great start. I just, like I said, I just won't, I won't jump on the bandwagon until it's legit and it's in, it's been voted on and it's been implemented because Sports. Those of us that have been in the industry for a long time, or not even a long time, just for the last couple of years, have been asking for this since the inception of the college football playoff. It's the only way that makes sense. Yeah, uh, we've been asking for just eight teams. Now they're asking. They're they're talking about twelve teams, which is great. But again, Oops. let's just hope it happens. That's all I can say. Yeah, four, four teams never made any sense with like five major conferences. So expansion beyond four is a given. And you know what? I'm happy for it. And I look forward to see what comes. Can I say this real quick? I just noticed I'm the only guy in this podcast not wearing a baseball cap. It must be nice having a head small enough to wear a baseball cap. I just want to point that out real quick, real quick. Not my last call. I've already made it, but I'm a little jealous because balding and having a giant head not a good combo not a good combo as i smash my desk with my chair um speaking of that let's go to um jack for the last last call i don't know why balding and my name got speaking of that thrown well, in because i'm very much not you are a bald motherfucker it's true yeah yeah i am very very false to anyone who ever meets me i hope Please, God, do not make me bald started tomorrow. Counterpines meetup happening at Greensboro <laughs> Summer Brew Fest, or the fuck it's called. I will prove that I have a full, thick head of hair, and I, I promise that. Uh, I have so many ways to go with this. I want, like, college football, Kevin was looking for the word group, the term group of five for the other one. I want to point that out. Um, yeah, Kevin Also, sucks. right now, no offense to anyone on this podcast, but Throwing the Pac-12 in with the rest of them saying that their conference champion deserves a spot is absolutely bullshit because they have sucked over the past year. But I have high hopes. Unless for them. it's Oregon. Unless it's Oregon. Oregon and USC and everyone else can whew, goodbye. But hey, that's going to change. With 12 team playoff, everyone's going to get good recruits now. So there we go. Uh, it also gives the little boys a chance too, and on a much smaller scale to the NCAA basketball tournament. But Everyone will still have a chance, but my last call is just excitement. We got things coming out. We got this counterbites thing coming. We got Greensboro summer beer fest coming. It, it's exciting. We got some good topics coming up and you know, I'm the guy who jumps seasons, but Hey, we're only like a month and a half away from fall beers coming back and then fall beer topics. Shout out. You don't respect seasons at all. I don't, don't respect it at all. I just practically I, stout season here. I, it's Yes, Kevin. We might as fucking well be winner, fucking winner, winner ass drinking beers. bitch. What the hell is this? We got us. We got. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there for all you horror movie lovers. We're gonna have a Stephen King movie draft, boys. Mm. It's gonna happen. 
It's going I would to love happen. to talk some horror movies in this podcast. Big horror guy. Big horror guy. I do. I got to watch that Conjuring movie very soon. Oh. I think next week, and it's going to. Are you going to be disappointed by that? Yeah, I heard bad things. I will it's, say that. It is by far the worst one. Speaking of disappointment, Quiet Place Two. Hashtag. No, no, I'm so sad about that. It's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not. It doesn't hit the. It's first not as good movie, as the first sorry. one. That's all I'll say. It doesn't quite. Hit I didn't expect movie. it to be as good as the first one. I had I mean, some high hopes, but yeah, it was a little maybe overhyped for that movie, to be honest. Damn. Big Tuna, though. Still a pretty good director, I think. Big I tuna. agree with that statement. I think his wife's pretty attractive as well. Yeah. Let's be real. John Krasinski's winning is living the fucking life. I was at a brewery in Massachusetts last Saturday put on this in the podcast doing yoga and the owner of the brewery has a signed picture from john krasinski where he references him as his cousin so are they related interesting he is from massachusetts and this was in framingham so he's from newton very possible yeah well get him on the podcast let's talk to him shout out to shout out to tackle box brewing who has our sticker very prominently displayed right next to the bar we appreciate it it's a good place they have great seltzers i had a passion fruit orange guava creamsicle seltzer there last week Ooh, baby got a crowler that shit for ten dollars pretty good it was good it was a good bring to a party it went to later that day not bad also yoga don't hate it so um speaking of yoga we're gonna move on to the end of this podcast not related at all um last calls are out of the way we'll do a final quick plug of our socials we've got twitter we've got instagram we've got untapped Find them, follow them, counterpints, C-O-U-N-T-E-R-P-I-N-T-S, one word, it's the name of the podcast, follow us, like us, send us DMs, we love contact, we need the attention, please help us. Voicemail number continues to be 774-224-0708. Steve from Florida loves this podcast, but listeners, do you? Why don't you want to talk to us? Leave us a voicemail, we'll leave it on the air. Otherwise, that'll be it for episode 46, free form. We're all over the place, but we had a lot of talking in our deep bellies. We had to get it out. It was beautiful. It was cathartic. It was relieving. We hope you thought so, too. More content coming soon. Look out for those Counterbites episodes. Counterbites, again, a great name by Jack. We'll see him soon. Otherwise, some special content from the Greensboro Beer Festival coming in the end of July, likely to be released in more of an August time frame. But um, we're still out there. We're still kicking. We appreciate your support. We love you. And this will be Counterpoints episode 46. We'll see you next time. Until then, stay frosty, my friends. Who's going to dig you? job are you poor are you broken down well have you lost your job are you poor are you broken down coming all you workers sing along with me good lord i need to stop belching that sounded like the t-rex <laughs> <laughs>